pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello, good evening and welcome to One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. My name is Steve Curran. I am Simon John Byron. And? That's it. That's it. I was dragging it out to make it last longer. Mm. Uh, it's just me and you, isn't it? So we're still on schedule. How are you doing? It is just me and you today, as you far know, as we know. I've often wished for that, Steve. <laughs> and now we finally have this opportunity. We've got a quiet moment, just us and our many, many millions of listeners. <laughs> hey, thanks, listeners, for supporting us last week in our charity drive for Resonance. Yeah, it went well, didn't it? Really, really well. That was We did four hours of broadcasting. Our podcast listeners won't have heard this because there wasn't a show last week, which we had a complaint about. Did we? Someone said, where is it you know give your caretaker a kick i do wonder about these people sometimes because these people i mean our our loyal listeners <laughs> to whom we're very very grateful uh who um wouldn't know that that wasn't happening do they not follow us on twitter well they should it's the best way of staying up to date follow us on twitter at one life left no if you, you should have just pointed at, at the person <laughs> who's not there and then uh just a ghostly silence yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was good, wasn't it? It went well. And if you are listening to this on the podcast, that doesn't mean you are off the hook. Resonance is still driving um, for money. Well, and it was partly because of that, that we, our fundraising, One mm-hmm. Life Left's fundraising efforts, uh, were not confined to the week of fundraising because we like to do things a little bit differently. Indeed, they're ongoing. So if you want, you can go to the Resonance FM website and just donate some yeah. money. Do it in the name of One Life Left. Yeah. We want that to be our so, legacy. So we get the, the commission. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 15%. Because exactly. um, it is really, really important that Resonance raises some money in order to stay on air. It's partly Arts, Arts Council funded, but it does need your support as well. However, if you're the sort that needs something in terms in, in exchange for your donation, well, we have... We have something for you. I mean, it's not actually something physical, is it? Well, you, you won't get something to keep it. I don't know. You will get... You'll get memories. Memories? Are memories... Physical. Are they? I don't know. Can you if 3D print them? If you're a neuroscientist, get in touch with One Life Let us know if memories are physical. Yes, uh, we announced last week that April the 12th, 2014, will be the day for One Life Left's first ever spring break party. Mm, you said first ever... British summertime I did. party. I did. Isn't. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what my day job is? <laughs> yes, I thought it was uh, British summertime, but somebody pointed out that because, well, sometimes Game City is... I don't know. I think it always Last finishes. Sunday in October, the, the clocks go. Right. Anyway, well, let's just say it. Let's say it. First time matter. British summertime in 2014, we're celebrating the return of uh, the hot weather, the heat wave, by uh, throwing one of our legendary parties. Mm, which means karaoke. It means video game karaoke. If you don't know what that is, it's where we rewrite the lyrics to pop songs to be about video games. And we are selling tickets for that. You can get them now. Uh, you can at uh, tinyurl forward slash sing with OLL. That will take you to the Eventbrite page. Now, what we're doing is we are selling 100 tickets and 100 tickets only. I think last time I looked, we'd sold 35 of those. So, we, you know, we're weeks to go. Mm-hmm. It is going to sell out. So if you think that you are likely 
to enjoy that sort of thing. Or if you've been to one of our parties before, please do head there. That's um, tinyurl.com forward slash sing with OLL or head to Eventbrite and search for One Life Left. Tickets are £8 and all of the proceeds, once Eventbrite have taken their cut, <laughs> uh, will go to uh, help support Resonance and uh, ensure that it remains the greatest radio station in the world. We can't promise you much apart from the best time in your life, <laughs> the best time you will ever have. Well, we actually put some quotes on the Eventbrite page, uh, some some um, some pull-out quotes from uh, from uh, people who've attended previous events. And uh, yeah, if you if you if you come, you could potentially be on the uh, on <laughs> the, the box for our next one so that's exciting should be good uh so we are without Anne scanterbury where is she she is on a bus apparently is she coming towards us or going away from us (laughs) who knows maybe she's her last uh text message hold on a second i will just read it to you now it said um hold on hold on hold on hold on i don't know why i'm doing that you're the one with a brand new phone yep uh she says here we go i've got it first text says ugh this is so exciting the bus is chucked the bus chucked is off. Is off, yeah. And I am waiting for another one, but I don't know when one will come. And uh oh, full stop. That was sent at six forty-one. Yeah. And then sent. No, actually, I got it at uh, six thirty-nine. Really? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> and then sent at six fifty-eight. Six fifty-eight. When did you get this one? Six fifty-five. <laughs> says, um, I will be there for sure, but I will not be there at seven. Sorry, 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 sorry. What What time does your your phone currently say? I want to see whether this is a preferential treatment. It uh, says 7.08. Does it? I oh, Mine says 7.06, which is the correct time. Right. Okay. okay. Well, that that That's explains what you that get discrepancy. <laughs> uh, we're also without our guest. My word. I know. Who was chucked off a, um, a tram in Croydon. <laughs> which I... See, with, with, with Anne's text, I just assumed that it was like, uh, oh, I don't know, something like that has happened in London. But he called me earlier and said, yeah, I've just been thrown off a tram. And I thought, well, God, what have you done? Mm. I mean, he's coming in to talk about the Rambo video game. So really? Like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's his falling down moment. So we're not sure whether he's going to make it either. So maybe we should spend the next... Um, Next three minutes, because yep. I have a feature we can play at, okay. s- at ten past seven. Right. Um, the next three minutes, talking about what we think Anne's news is going to be, okay. because then we can we can have a little uh, sweepstake, maybe. I'm going to go, because we didn't do a show last week, yep. and say she is going to do a Flappy Bird news story. Okay, what's that Flappy Bird story going to be? The Flappy Bird story is going to be that indie devs have made their own versions of Flappy oh. Birds, uh, you know, in tribute to that. Yes, she's she been talking to Terry, isn't she? Cavs, Terry Kavner, she's been the playing Maverick Bird. So if she, if she isn't going to do a news story about that, she will be reviewing Maverick Bird. Okay, I suspect, actually, that her news story about it will be that... Uh, Apple and Google are not allowing clones on the store from today. Really? I think that will be her unique right. take on it. And by unique, I mean that's what Eurogamer wrote <laughs> about this morning. So what else has been on Eurogamer today? Um, did they? I don't know. Okay, I'm, sure I'm going to... Uh, oh, my goodness. I've put in the wrong URL. <laughs> what's, what's it come up with? I've gone Eurogamer.com. And does anybody own that? It's resolving, actually. It wasn't appearing. Okay, Eurogamer.net. So uh, there's stuff about Titanfall there on the front Oh, page. yeah. Um, no. Uh, yeah, no, I was going to say perhaps she will mention that Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes will run at 1080p on the PlayStation 4 and 720p on the Xbox One. But I think that's a little too technical. I don't Steam think Steam game tags. That's okay. going to be something, because there's been some controversy around Steam's game tags, hasn't there? Yeah, who would have thought, actually, that um, allowing uh, people on the internet to essentially graffiti over the store, des- <laughs> the store descriptions, right, like handing them, handing them the spray cans and the marker pens and go, right, you are going to do this properly, aren't you? <laughs> we're like, we're, we're going to leave this here. Right, don't mess around. And you can imagine... And we'll, we'll check in tomorrow, see how you're getting on. Dutifully, like they're in assembly at school, just nodding, going, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be good, sir. We'll be, be, we'll be good, Gabe. Gabe, yeah. And then he pops, what has happened here? <laughs> we I mean, I just... one thing. I, I thought we'd be a nice... Oh, you, yeah, so... <laughs> do you think that she'll mention that? I'm, I'm certain she'll mention that. Also, I see on Eurogamer, the Lego movie video game has beaten Final Fantasy. Britain's number one, yeah. Mm. And I think that seems like the sort of playful thing. She likes the Lego games, doesn't she? She does. So I feel like that is uh, that'll be on the. So we so we think that th- three of the things that Eurogamer wrote today will be will will form at least three fifths of her news. Yeah, I did also. Say, I remember seeing a story um, recently about how Microsoft have been adopting a similar strategy to Sony strategy at PS3, i.e. 
by all metrics that we understand, they're in second place at the moment. Yep. But Microsoft have been issuing press releases going clinging to the few that show them in a positive light. Well, well, what are they? Heaviest console? Yeah. (laughs) Console that One Life Left doesn't have. Yes, right. (laughs) We've been... Sorry, guys. They've been in so much demand we've been unable to send you one, but we will have one out to you soon. Is that what they said? That's what they've said. Excellent. One... They don't understand our triplicate policy. What are we going to do with that then? Who's who's going to claim that? I guess we'll draw straws. Hey, it's ten past seven. Draw straws. So which one would get it then? The one who knows which is the longest straw. Right, okay, so, so it would be the longest straw that win it rather than the shortest straw. I'll wait and see which one I get. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's have a let's have a feature. And now, the shipping forecast, issued by the Fandom Office on behalf of One Life Left at 710 today. There are warnings of feels in Tomb Raider, Animal Crossing, and Tetris. Sam Nishimura and Lara Croft, the SS Endurance. Boarding school romance, cosmopolitan aristocrats. Rumors of shipwreck, greatly exaggerated. Blathers the Owl and Brewster the Pigeon. Bruthers. Domestic, bookish, quiet, erudite. Possibly still a secret. L. Tetromino and J. Tetromino. 4x4. Extreme flexibility. Chiral forbidden love. Now the time is 7-1-0. On behalf of the fandom office, I wish you a quiet night. Good news. So uh, I was um, I was just putting a call out on Twitter because we don't have guests and we don't have Anne. So essentially the content for the show has disappeared. So what I thought we could do, as is fashionable these days, is to do an Ask Us Anything. So we put the call out on Twitter. You can ask right. us anything. You know, you and I have got years of experience in the games industry. And, you know, if, if there's anything that you've, that you've ever wanted to know, just drop us a quick tweet. Um, but as I was composing that tweet, I, I typed in, we, are a, uh, we have no guests and no Anne. So we are a radio show without content. Quick Ask Us Anything. I then put a hashtag and I was hashtag uh, AMA which is what they use on mm-hmm. Reddit um, TweetDeck decided to fill in the hashtag or try to predict the hashtag that I was going to use and the, the tweet I noticed just before I hit uh, return was about to conclude with hashtag amateur upskirts <laughs> Could have got a, uh, yeah, an altogether different uh, set of um, set of questions. So, have we had any questions yet? Well, uh, let's have a look. Um, uh, Rule Ricky says, uh, "Why can't I stop watching Twitch plays Pokemon?" So, have you heard about Twitch plays Pokemon? I have, but maybe our re- our listeners haven't. So, Twitch plays Pokemon um, is a stream on Twitch.tv, presumably slash Twitch plays Pokemon, where thirty thousand, fifty thousand, what's yeah, the number at the moment? A, 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 a number of thousands. A number of thousands of people are all trying to play Pokemon, one game of it simultaneously. So, by typing in the chat window, your Ty- your your words are passed into uh, button inputs, so it's mostly them trying to navigate around the world while fifty thousand people have their sweaty hands on the controller. So who's running it? I don't know. Twitch plays Pokemon. Okay, so just what, just I've what? no idea who it is. Right. Someone said that. I think, I think it's ingenious. Yeah. Uh, it will only work with certain types of games. Um, I was thinking about saying up Twitch plays Resogun. Right, yeah. I can't imagine. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 sorry. Yeah. Uh, so how comes Roll can't, or uh, Roll Ricky, uh, can't stop watching it? Because it's really, really addictive. They're trying to do the simplest tasks, like cut down a tree or navigate around a maze. But all it takes is one person in that 50,000 to time their trolling input um, the, at the right point. And the stream is 40 seconds behind the chat input. Okay. So people have to account for that as well. Um, 
And it becomes a case of, you know, you're really, really willing them to get around this corner and then at the last minute they fail. It's just quite tense and really, really euphoric when they manage to do these simple, simple tasks. So, yeah, I totally, totally understand it. And it's funny as well. It's basic slapstick comedy. But you've not answered his question. You said you understand it. He didn't ask you to understand it. I understand the compulsion behind him watching it. So I think I have answered the question. (laughs) How's your streaming career coming along? We did uh, One Life Left Sunday Surgery on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, we, I think this was our third attempt. Uh, and we played Outlast again, which was scary. Have you not finished that yet? No, because cause there's five of us and we're all quite bad at okay. games. Are you taking it in turns to, uh, to uh, say the next move? Um, we're not. We're all sort of... What happened um, on Sunday was we hid underneath a bed most of the time. Right, okay. And uh, occasionally got out and clubbed to death. Uh, so that was fun, and we played DC Online Universe, in which we created a superhero called Shakira, okay. Shakira, Shakira, as uh, viewers watched, and occasionally invited us to join their clans because we were attractive girls. Right. <laughs> Seems like that's all you need. Uh, talking of attractive girls, Lisa Forrest has uh, tweeted us saying, "Are there any video games aimed at animals, like for them to play?" Interesting question. I was thinking this the other day, that um, there should be really an iPad game, shouldn't there, which uh, uh, an animal can pour out. You see them playing on, yeah, on, Fruit Ninja. On, on, on YouTube and stuff like I've that. Seen, I've seen cats playing Fruit Ninja right. because it's lots of things moving, moving do you very think, fast. Do you think Lisa, who we should explain, uh, lives with you? Mm-hmm. Do you think she's uh, sent that in uh, specifically because there's something up with your kittens? <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe they need distracting. I did place them in front of YouTube the other day. Right. This is actually video game related. Thanks for reminding me, Lisa. I placed them in front of a YouTube video for cats that I'd found. It was a video of fish in an aquarium. They do love fish. So I I set that to loop and went out uh, for the evening, came back from evening out, and that that window had been minimised in disgust. Instead, TweetDeck was open, and uh, what was open was a tweet from... um, Tweet from Jamie Wu, right? Uh, author of Meat Grinder, yeah, uh, a book about Grinder, right? And it was about the uh, situation to do with gay rights in Uganda. And one of my cats had uh, had attempted to reply to that. Right, nice. <laughs> the reason that's to do with video games is because Jamie is part of our One Life Left um, erotic photo hunts right. team, which will be starting up again in at GDC. Ben uh, Borthwick uh, writes, there is an actual iPad game for cats, um, and he gives a URL in his iPad game for cats. Look at us, facilitating user interaction. Classic VG Music says, uh, One Life Left, which games are you voting for in this year's Classic FM Hall of Fame of voting it? And then he links to the website. I mean, that's excellent work there, using our misfortune to to promote that campaign. Um, It's a good day to bury bad news. Isn't it? (laughs) Ah, I would say uh, favorite classic video game music, the Skyrim theme for 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 me. Really, is I that could... up there though? Because presumably we can we have to pick from a selection. Should we have a look? Click on the link. We've got time. We've got another <laughs> another forty minutes. Well, should we have a look? Cara Ellison, uh, billionaire game journalist, Cara Ellison. Tweets, do you think we need more dogs in games? Should dogs wear hats? Will this be the year of cats in games? We should. We need fewer dogs Fewer in dogs. Games. There are already too many dogs. I, well, I've been in, Well, there are certainly fewer dogs in the games of Splinter Cell Blacklist that I play, because uh, mm-hmm. you can very easily, just with the X button, uh, kill them. You can kill dogs in uh, Hotline Miami as well. Okay. Can you kill dogs... You can't kill dogs in, uh, in Call of Duty, can you? Well, you are can a you, dog, can you kill, you? Yeah, but can you kill other dogs? I don't know. Does your dog die in Call of Duty? I'm not sure. Kara, we're an inclusive radio show, and we think that there should be all types of video games for everyone, regardless of content. So, yes. Is it, was, her, was her question a yes-no answer? Uh, it, it sort of went on a bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. It started, it's a, it's a, uh, so the video games uh, I've gone to the classic FM Hall of Fame website and you can cast your vote now you can put anything in anything Should we put we the one life left theme yes I'm doing that now <laughs> left theme um, okay any more ask us anything anything else um, I'm having trouble with my computer here uh, Robert Mitchell uh, asks what's your high score in Flappy Bird and what would we do with $50,000 a day you know, I did not uh, download Flappy Bird. Oh, so you can't get it officially. 
Mm. Um, minus seven. Seven? So yeah. you've been playing it more. You swore off it on a score of zero. I did, yeah. Uh, but since... Is it one of these... Uh, is it the case that since it's been banned, you you know, it's become cooler and only limited amount of people can play it and so you're inter- interested? Yeah, I, I thought... I'd, I, I just couldn't understand why so many people were playing and I, I thought maybe I'd missed it. Uh, right. So I went back and checked it out. The, um, I tried to enter the One Life Death theme into the video games voting and it says, do you, it says we can't find what we're talking about. Do we mean Blumfield, Felix? <laughs> Etude for the left hand, op 36. I don't even know what that means. Or Sergi. But the answer is or, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do we put no? <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so it was seven. Um, Lou Reed uh, tweets How cool are arcade games in pubs, even if they are Star Wars ones? Star Wars sucks. Do you like Star Wars? <laughs> so, arcade games in pubs, very cool. Very cool. Did you hear about the Trocadero? No. It's go- It's gone. It's done with February 28th. So not quite done. Right. But, or it might be 25th. Something like that. End of February, uh, Trocadero. The last of the arcade games are being ushered out. It's being turned into a fancy hotel. What? That's it. Let's go and chain ourselves to it. <laughs> What's your fondest Trocadero memory? Fondest? I've got a good answer to this. And I might have said it on One Life Left before, but... 20 passes and we've got a lot of fillers to do so just fast forward this bit yeah. <laughs> go make yourself a cup of tea um, I had to write an article on Dance Dance Revolution for The Face magazine and ended up going down to I posted on a uh, DDR forum that I was going to be writing this and if anyone was good at DDR could you come along and and play it uh, and tell me what was so compelling about DDR went down there and um, you know I paid for these these guys to play Play, play DDR for an afternoon. It was amazing. Really, really excellent to see what they did. But then time came to put in my expenses claim, yep. which was uh, 50 quid in pound coins. And it said, reason for expenses. And I wrote, um, getting small boys to dance for me. <laughs> did you have any problems with accounts? Got a query. Did you? Uh, explained it. And then they, uh, they gave me my 50 quid. Excellent. That's good. Simon Wan tweets, and why? <laughs> uh, I, I, I noticed earlier that he said, what are your most anticipated games of 2014? Uh, get out, we're busy. We're doing an ask, ask us anything. Where, well, let's ask you any. Where have you been? Just, you know. And what out. have you done with our guest? I'm so sorry. You weren't travelling through Croydon, were you? No. Okay. I don't think so. Well, we, we don't advise it. They've had transport difficulties. <laughs> the guy, the, the, one of the guys involved in the Rambo video game has been thrown off a tram in Croydon. What? I know. Proving single-handedly that violent video games make you violent, <laughs> we think. Or it could have been an, an, a transport issue with the tram. We're not sure. Uh, probably violence, though, right? Right. You ready? <laughs> no. <laughs> one second. We've given you more than one oh. second. We've given okay, you 23 go. minutes. It's 7.24 on Monday the 17th of February, I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Steam has been given user-defined gaming tagging. Yay! <laughs> the system set up to help people find games in the massive library is currently in beta. Valve has already had to add a function to report labels for being offensive, abusive, not appropriate for the product, not a helpful tag or a spoiler. This comes after people started using the tags for trolling and lolling. For example, Gone Home was labelled as a walking simulator, Dark Souls was described as casual, and Fez was tagged with Diva Dev. Well done, everyone. You must feel proud. Right, we've covered this. Michael Cook has tweeted to say (laughs) there was also research done into improving pig well-being using iPad games. You play with them uh, and the URL for that is playingwithpigs.nl. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you want some water? You're overcome with Anne's arrival. <coughs> Sorry, that was all a bit. We've been through this story. Oh, Anne. have you? Yeah. What can can you just let me know what else you've covered so I can just cross anything? No. You will know. <laughs> uh, so what what uh, what struck you about that story in particular? Um, oh, people are idiots, aren't they? Aren't they? Yeah. Oh, it's so. Should so this funny. Have, have come as a surprise? No, of course not. Didn't come as a surprise to us. No, clearly. <laughs> no but uh, they probably did it so that everyone had a little bit of fun, got a little bit of news, 
And then they were like, oh, don't worry, everyone. We're, we've got this under control. We're shutting it down. So as I understand it, the way that this is moving forward is that you now on Steam get recommended some tags for you to follow based on the games that you've you've already purchased and it says oh you might be interested in free to play games or something like that I assume those are moderated and actually the raw list of tags is not so interesting to Valve it's the ability to kind of hand off the uh, management of a library which is ultimately getting so big that that it's impossible for them to they can't be expected to do that can they they don't know what they're selling well they kind of like that's the way it's going right they've got how many games are on Steam now well I own 500 (laughs) I know Really? That is, yeah, that is ridiculous. I started buying them a year ago. It's just bundles. Literally buying That's bundles. insane. I know. I'll tell you exactly how many. 500 I games. Uh, let's have a look. Oh, no, sorry, 400. 397. Wow. I mean, still a lot, isn't it? I mean, it's not as low as 500. That's statistically <laughs> true. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, 400. Isn't that... And that's... Yeah. That's dreadful, isn't it? But it isn't the problem that you now... You look at your list of games and you don't know... You actually can't get rid of games out of your Steam library. I I don't want to hide... You know, you can favourite them and all of that sort of stuff, but yeah. I I noticed someone released a game this week or or recently starting with Backslashes, so they'll be at the top of the list. Did they? Very clever. Well, it's been going on in quite a sort of... So someone first someone released ah yeah, started yeah, with loads of right. A's and then I think there's been 007 has been at the top for a while right. another game before that and and someone's twigged that backslashes will put you right at the top so it's an indie I think it's a British game I'm not sure right. I I deliberately didn't download it because I thought you rotters ruining ruining punctuation just to how do you pronounce that uh, backslash like but if there's a lot of them backslash backslash how many oh, do you want tough tricky it's that's tricky, a bit though, of a tongue twister. <laughs> They're not really looking after their players for that, are they? Apple and Google are rejecting clones of removed titles. Oh, for goodness sake. Apple is blocking flappy games because they leverage a popular title, while Google is labelling clones as spam. The change in policy doesn't appear to affect any of the current games on the store. Speaking to Forbes, developer David Wynn explained that he... He removed the game because it had become a problem. Thank goodness radio doesn't have the same standards. How do you feel about this, Anne? Um, No, not that story. The fact that uh, so far we're two for two. I think that it means that we have a consistent news agenda. Well, interestingly, see, Steve thought you would... He thought initially that you'd cover the game jam of it, of the Flappy Bird, because Mm. you've been playing... Yeah, but I'm going to talk about that later. <laughs> As predicted. <laughs> we don't need Anne, do we? We could just run through what we think she would do. <gasps> no, we, don't let me go. <laughs> I, I worry that you've become too easy to predict. Oh, no. oh okay, I'm going to have to do something off the wall soon. <laughs> uh, so, uh, does this come as any surprise? Oh, yeah, actually, it but does. But you, you see what's number two in Google Play? What is it? Uh, it's... It's not flappy, it is... Flippy? So I downloaded the number one um, flappy bird clone, and it was called Iron Pants. Clumsy Bird. Clumsy Bird was number... It's uh, number number one now, it's top free app. So I downloaded something called Iron Pants, which is, I think, number one. Doesn't even sound like it, that's something completely different. And it, yeah, but it looks... It doesn't say flappy or it doesn't say bird? Well... Yeah, you guys can judge. Too essential. I'll, I'll load it up. It's basically you, exactly the same. You want us to look at I, your iron I pants? Let's look at my iron pants. They go, and there it is. And you can see there's some. I mean, I guess that's yes. Flappy Bird actually, yeah. rather than yeah. uh, Iron Pants. You, yeah, there's, there's been an error in the store. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty much the same thing. So there are some winners and losers. Um, how do we think Dongatory, uh, the author of Flappy Bird? as he's known on Twitter, uh, how do we think he's feeling right now? Sad. I think. Sad. Do you? Yeah. Because I thought this... The reason I was so sure you were going to cover this in the news is this is a big story, I think. And we were away last week when it kind of broke. So I thought you you wouldn't want to miss out on it. So you're going to look for an angle, which is why you drop this in, rather than just read it as the first story on Eurogamer. You... Yeah, so I I, know, I think the really interesting part of it is is still him. It's not the clones, and it's not yeah. how Apple and Google are re- reacting to the, those clones. I found it really interesting what he said in his interview with Forbes, which was that, uh, hey, guys, this is just supposed to be a nice little game that you play like when you're feeling relaxed, and suddenly everyone's getting really, really into it, and it's becoming a bit of a problem, so I'm going to stop it. But, it, but he hasn't stopped it, though, has he? 
given that Clumsy Bird is now the top three But he Google... stopped his involvement in it. I guess he's just absolved himself. It's like saying, well, I'm no longer going to set fire to this thing I've, that's already burning. <laughs> <laughs> I've stopped igniting it. But I'm not sure that that is... Um... It's not his fault, is it? No, but, but almost certainly what you've got now is, uh, you know, he... he came up with the idea, he did it first, and now you've got everybody else enjoying the benefit of his success. Well, it depends how you consider what benefit is. It's the $50,000 a day, But that isn't it? is a benefit to some people. I don't think that's a benefit to It wouldn't to benefit you. I would love it, Okay, I, I think, let's right make, now. Let's make a, a game, then. But, you know, I was saying this to, to a friend the other day, that the, the idea that suddenly, as soon as you... We right now are saying our lives would be so much better if suddenly we were making 50 grand a week. It'd be so much easier. Uh, you know, that's our problem. When you suddenly have that happening to you, that doesn't mean you don't suddenly find bigger problems and problems that occupy the same space in your head as that desire for the 50 grand a week, you know, is right now. And I think that that's... I, I found a lot of people crowing on, on Reddit and forums across the internet going, oh, there's something suspicious going on. Who turned down 50 grand a week? Well, maybe if and when you get that 50 grand a week, you find out that it causes more problems. Oh, than I completely it. agree with that. And I absolutely sympathise with the with the fact that you've got somebody who did not ask to be under the spotlight, under the intense scrutiny. You know, and everybody thinks that they know best. Listen mm. to us talking, you know, as, as part of it. But but as noble as his intention to 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 stop the problem mm-hmm. is in inverted commas, it's just been replaced by exactly well, the same problem I, by people who are a lot less worthy and noble than he is. I don't think he was trying to stop the problem so much as just step out of it, right? Which you know, and stop the problems for him, which is all you can do in that situation. I think you can't you can't stop a fire unless unless we develop the inverse to Angry Bird. What is the opposite of Angry Bird? Well, I did see one PR agency last week say, "Oh, we can't wait for this," and it's a, it was like f- f- flappy fish, fish. Angry birds. I said angry birds. Yeah, sorry. You, you meant flappy ones, didn't flappy you? Flappy birds. Yeah. Whatever. Birds are everywhere. Nominations for this year's BAFTA Games Awards have been announced. Up for Best Game are Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, Grand Theft Auto 5, The Last of Us, Papers, Please, Super Mario 3D World and Tearaway. The ceremony will take place on March the 12th and we are looking forward to receiving our invitations in due course. Tearaway. It's going to be Tearaway, isn't it? It's going to be a runaway success. I think so. It's a great game. British studio. Nice guys. Yeah. And I think there'll probably be an award for Papers, Please as well because that's... Uh, you know, that's a yeah, an impressive game on many levels. How are they voting for them this year? Is it still the same as, as always? Still the same panel situation, I think. Both you and I have been on those panels. Have been are on we those allowed panels. to talk about that? I think we're probably not. No, shall we? Then? It's not an official secret act. You secret, can talk is it? about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, guys, whisper what you want to say, and I'll um, pass it on. We're on the panels. It took ages. Uh, they, they were on the panels, and oh, it took I got ages. Incredibly frustrated with the with some of the panels I've been on. Uh, some some frustration with the panels as well. <laughs> Someone tried to hit me. Somebody tried to hit one of the members of One Life Left. <laughs> the um, I was on a panel with a man who uh, who didn't like me for something that I said fifteen years ago. You were pretty offensive fifteen years ago. Certainly mm. true. Um, <clears throat> we were on a panel together once, weren't we? Were we? Which one was Happy that? Days. I don't think we're allowed to say. Okay. It, was, it was it was most artistic game. We are point. very artistic. Mm. They, they looked at us and were like. Those are some. Those, those are some guys on. into aesthetics. Mm. Anyway, yeah, I, I do. Um, I, I, I wish because um, obviously it was it was the film Baftas yesterday, and they were voted for by uh, all the Bafta members have the opportunity to vote. And I, I actually I believe uh, this year. In fact, I know. Sorry, I, I, um, that they've opened the voting out. So. There, w- there may be some panels, but I do know that any BAFTA member can now, certainly the games that are available digitally, uh, and definitely the ones on PC, have the option to review those in the same way that BAFTA members can review films, which I think is brilliant, because I, I begin to, I'd begun to feel a little uncomfortable with how... Um, how t- uh, closed those groups were. There was one a few years ago when I looked around and it was just white men voting on games mm-hmm. and I thought that was terrible. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, now I know a, a few people that are BAFTA members and they've been overjoyed with the fact that these games, you, um, you, t- you, you become a BAFTA member on Steam or something and they just appear. appear <laughs> and then he's like, I can't believe it. I've got this game, I've got this game. And, um, but then he was unhappy because it looked like uh, Ubisoft took theirs back off him. 
Amazing. Oh. They look like Far Cry. So he was like, oh, I've got Far Cry 3 and I've got Assassin's Creed. He's like, Whoa, that's cool. They come in and he says, they've gone. And, and he, so he's like, like, almost quite rightly going, why would I vote for that then? So, I mean, no, I mean, obviously, I say quite rightly, it, that shouldn't impact your. But, but it does. But you sort You're of feel a bit, a bit put out salt, by it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so, um, so uh, I doubt Ubisoft games will be winning. <laughs> we didn't have that one, Anne. No. Good. Also, we may not have had this conversation. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. The man in charge of PC gaming and entertainment strategy has left Microsoft after six months in the job. Former Valve employee Jason Holtman spoke to Games Industry International when he joined the company and said, Yes, I've joined Microsoft, where I will be focusing on making Windows a great platform for gaming and interactive entertainment. Microsoft confirmed the departure but didn't announce a replacement. Looks like someone else who couldn't get on board with Windows 8. Or maybe it took six months to yeah. sort out. And he's done it. Yeah. <laughs> why done. Do you to, yeah, why do you have to take that? Signed off. Yeah. yeah. It was easier than I thought. <laughs> oh, it's, it's working really well. So, yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> On to a new challenge. Yeah. So you'd stay there, would you, having fixed it? Oh, yeah. I'd walk, walk around basking in the glory. Finding this wall. Just, or would you eke it out? You'll find this really difficult. Yeah, guys. <laughs> Oh, I might need a pay rise yeah. and an assistant. Right. <laughs> well, it's a good job that he was—he uh, he took that job, sorted it out. Yeah. yeah. What Six should, months, though. What should he fix next? Um, I guess maybe he should move on to the wider community and maybe um, take on some social problems. Maybe he could go back to Steam yeah. and do the tags. Well, I guess if he's got nothing else to do, maybe a bit of data entry might be all right. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, good news, you'll never have to leave your sofa and never again will you have to say the dreaded words Xbox off. An Xbox One media remote has been spotted on Amazon. It'll cost about 20 quid. It has buttons that you can press and looks a lot like a TV remote apart from the Xbox logo. You could just use your controller or the Smart Glass app, but can you imagine your life without this? Thank you, Microsoft, for more things we can lose down the back of the sofa. Are you using your PS4 as a media hub? <clears throat> no, because they've limited um, mm. most of the functionality of the PlayStation 3. So you cannot play... I mean, I'm not sure why you would want to do this, but you cannot play .mkvs. I mean, I don't know where you'd get those What's from. It? Yeah, what I'm not that? even sure what they are, Anne. But you can't... MKVs. what Simon uses to play all his anime. Yeah, you know, like that stuff. Uh, <laughs> the, the, Specialist. No, no, that's what I... Um, that's that's the format that my anime, the anime that I produce, I <laughs> output into M, MKV files. <laughs> Okay. Um, you have to use something called MKV2 VOB, actually, to work working on a PlayStation 3. Wow. Um, yeah, and you cannot either, I understand, um, play files over your home network. Is that right? That's right. It has... They've crypted, and you, also, you can't play 3D Blu-rays. Isn't that crazy? I mean, they wouldn't... Set, the 3D Blu-ray thing is, is kind of weird. The, the media, home media hub thing, the ability to play files over the network, is just something, I believe, Shu said... Oh, oh, we just haven't added it yet. We'll add it in an update. Right. Um, so, so maybe that will come later. But yeah, I, it's a bit weird that it's it's less of a device than the PS3. Is that stuff available in the Xbox One? I don't think so either. I think both of them have been crippled for mm. digital files, and the conspiracy theorists believe that that is because they want you to buy the stuff rather than try and stop it falling off the internet. If that was what you were up to, right, that I is see. quite a conspiracy. Yeah. I see. Uh, well, we didn't have that story either. No. What else did you think I was going to do? Yeah, we, only, we, we we went through that and then we got bored. <laughs> and then we started doing an AMA. And an AMA. So, um, But I th we nominated two stories and they were in there, the first two. Well then, guys, you've got me down. One life left video game news with Anne Scamford-Berry. Chapter 72, Minecraft. When a little-known game becomes a hit, it can be a real boon for an actor's career. So when I started reading about how much money Minecraft was making, my heart leapt. I had worked on that game in the early 90s. As far as I recall, it involved me spending several days in a studio somewhere on the west coast of America. It was an abstract game, and I think they added quite a lot in post. All I can remember is that they painted my face yellow and had me sit behind a screen with just my head poking out. The director asked me to say ooh at random intervals, then go cross-eyed quite frequently. Ever so often one of her assistants would come along and put some incredibly dark sunglasses on me, they'd film me for a few seconds, then remove them. 
I never saw a script as it was a devised piece, but I think the director was trying to say something about capitalism. Obviously, I'd been painted yellow, representative of gold. Perhaps all the ooing was about global warming, as in, ooh, isn't it hot in here? When I went cross-eyed, that might have been something to do with workers' rights. And the sunglasses symbolism is obvious. As a capitalist, I was in the position of being a cool dude with expensive sunglasses. I'm no academic, but that's how I see it. It was pioneering, politically powerful work, as these indie games tend to be. Anyway, that's my involvement in Minecraft. Although I was surprised to see that my yellow painted face doesn't appear on any of the official artwork. And they never used the word craft when I was there. There was a lot of sweeping though. And I haven't seen much in the way of royalties either. Notch, get in touch. Spike me from Tommy! Come on! Get out of the man! Get out of the way! Let's go! Stop it! Come on! Alright! Alright! Hey! It's just a game, right, Valley Boy? You like games, right, Valley Boy? Tonight, meet me at Bronson Canyon Half Pipe, yeah. 9 o'clock. Joust. Yeah. <laughs> be there. No, you be there! You shut up. Big bad guy. the valley. How'd you live feel, buddy? Hey, what do you think you're doing? You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We were just catching up. Catching up. We normally do that before the show. Didn't get a chance to do it today because Anne was late because of buses. Yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, This is... It's hard to tell what this is, I'll be honest, because my numbering system on the CDs has gone mental because one of the tracks didn't burn. But it is, I think, it's Defiant Systems and it's a track called Bronson. And it's excellent find it on chipmusic.org like all of our brilliant music go there now what are you up to guys why uh, are you both on your phones uh, we just, uh, well we, because the other thing that went wrong today is that we couldn't print the letters out ah. did, did anything go right no. today but i think we're holding it together yeah. are we and that is why that is why you need to donate to resonance yeah. fm right now if you haven't done that go there give them a tenner for all of the brilliant one life lefts you have heard or all of the acceptable ones or maybe just because you feel sorry for us you can also buy a ticket for our event on april the 12th buy that now by going to tinyurl.com slash sing with oll we're doing karaoke and you can be there but tickets are very limited so get that now have you found some letters? Yes, go on, stick the theme on. All right, we have to we have to get going. My God, this is nearly reviews o'clock. Hold on. Here we go. Email, messages, and forward BCC. One life letters. Bob Mallet writes, 
subject to living in the future. Bob says, I've been playing Resogun and Assassin's Creed 4 on my PS Vita using remote play to my PS4. Part of the blew me away is that I'm sat in a Houston hotel room and my PS4 is back home in England. This weekend I'll be playing Lego games with my son, Couch Co-op, just thousands of miles away. Are we truly living in the future? Regards, Bob. Brackets a man called Bob on Twitter. I mean, that sounds phenomenal. Imagine if a younger you would uh, heard that you'd be able to do this. You would think this is was the future, wouldn't I, you? I yeah, genuinely absolutely. believe we are in the future. I agree. Like, this is... So much stuff is just incredible right now. The things we can do. I tried playing Razagun like that, though, but couldn't because it was too sort of twitchy and the video was not... Bob's got really fast reactions, Yeah, though. he must be better than me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really, really exciting. I'm excited about playing the Lego game. I think we might do that next on next... One life oh, left. Good. Sunday surgery. Yeah, right. Thanks for right. Uh, thanks for uh, writing in, Bob. Uh, future confirmed. Dear Anne and the rest of you all, plus any extras just hanging around, for reasons too complicated and dull to explain at the moment, I'm living in a hotel for two months. Hello. Yes, <laughs> Bob. Yes, it is a bit like Alan Partridge, isn't it? You are definitely not the 137th person to have said that to me since I moved in. Anyway, as a result of the boredom, I bought a 3DS and have developed a dreadful Animal Crossing addiction. It's all going okay, except I've developed a crush on one of my fellow villagers. Bonbon is is simply a delight. Her house is the best, and she always has a kind word to say to me. However, I've clearly been so-called friend-zoned. In fact, Eliza, another resident, uh, seems somewhat over-keen, baking me cakes, designing me t-shirts. How do I deal with this love triangle? And what is the strangest strangest video game crush you've ever had? Brian? Well, the strangest Mm. video game crush I've ever had is definitely Lammy from Um Jamma Lammy. I don't... Yeah. Remember the sequel, semi-sequel to Parappa? Yeah. She was a lamb. Right. She played guitar. Yeah. She's a bit indie. You like that, don't she you? You nice... like all those three things. Yeah, she had nice hair. Uh, she was a bit annoying, um, but cool But you as also well. like that as well. Yeah, <laughs> definitely do. Simon, what about you? <sighs> Quite fancied Meryl in Metal Gear Solid 2. Okay. But I don't think that's strange because she was beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't have a strange... I just really fancied uh, Dante out of Dante's Inferno. Didn't you? But that's not strange. That's just like he's clearly very... like he's made, He's made to be attractive. Mm, and, interesting. Um, and we my should eyes get, saw that. We should get Tamim on the show. Should see do. how it goes. Yeah. Okay, I've got one from Paul Lee here. It says, Dear team and super special guest. Mm. Absent. Yeah. I've been watching the OLL Saturday Sunday Surgery shows. That's the TV thing we're doing on Twitch. And they got me thinking it looks really cosy sitting on that sofa playing games together. Thank you. It is. This, in turn, led me to thinking that the team could do something similar to the show Sex Box. What? What? <laughs> well, I guess it's a logical uh, step to take, isn't it? Oh, oh you're cosy. Oh, you're, you're Why don't you have sex? <laughs> oh, oh, you're in a box. <laughs> Where you would invite super special guests on, lock them in the room with you, and force them to play games until everyone's satisfied. And then they can come out and you can judge them on their performance. You could call the show, I don't know, Sex PlayStation or something. <laughs> Regards, Paul. Well, are you are you guys in, into that? You're the you're the stream streamers. Interesting. Uh, maybe we could. That is clearly the way to get viewers is to do something slightly salacious. Uh, so maybe that's a, maybe that maybe that's a way forward. Thank you for that, Paul. You were, I actually what we were just uh, catching up earlier. I understand you were also late for the stream on Sunday. Anne. Yeah. <laughs> is it three strikes and you're out? Is <laughs> something it like okay, that? Yeah. Right. We should. Three mm. tube strikes and you're out. <laughs> Uh, brilliant. Uh, thank you very much yeah, thank you. for writing in. Uh, please do send us letters. Team at onelifeleft.com. I suppose uh, we should have a little bit of music and then get straight on with the review section, right? Go on then.
This is a cover of My Bloody Valentine Sometimes. It's by Here Between Me. And something very exciting's just happened. The door opened, and I have to say, we were just getting to a really juicy part of the off-air <laughs> conversation as well. Uh, and it's Will Curley. Hello, yeah. Will. Yeah. Well, Hello, our Will. guest has arrived. It's so glad you could make it. I didn't know whether to whispers. No, no. How long were you stood out? You've been out there for um, 45 minutes, have you? I made it through the gates about 10 minutes ago. Did you? Uh, <laughs> I kind of sort of went up the stairs, met Did the lady. Yeah, right. She told she me, sure? and, and I thought I'd not interrupt till the music came on. And then, uh, no, you should have made my move. Well, well, always we interrupt. Always interrupt. <laughs> yeah, we were just wearing on. Thank you so much for coming. We were worried. What was this incident on the tram? We were uh, worried. Yeah, some kind of police incident. Was it anything to do with the Rambo video game? That's what we've been speculating. <laughs> No, I don't think so. I don't think they. I don't think it was anything to do with that. Um, so I went back and forth, sort of past work, and then back to work, and then to Wimbledon, and then stood around and yeah. Well, That's thank quite you. Quite a journey. Yeah, it's quite a journey. Yeah, I'm glad I made it. But you made it. Yes. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So uh, this is Anne, and that's Steve. Hello, Hi, nice Anne. to meet you. Hi. This is Will. Right. Will's come to us about the Rambo video game, which I have had on my eye on. Well, I've always been a fan of the Rambo video game since the old Ocean yeah. Top Down. Yeah. I could I could uh, whistle the, the theme to you, Anne, if you so desire, but we don't have the time. <laughs> don't we don't have the time. Uh, and Will, we've been chatting about it for a yeah. long, long time. You, you played it at Gamescom. Gamescom. We're one of the few people that we managed to get time to uh, to show to. Yeah. And that was cool. I was, yeah, I thought it was ridiculously brilliant. <laughs> I like exactly as a Rambo video game. What sort of be. game is it? So, Will. Yeah. Um... So kind of think of it as a um, modern day um, interpretation of a kind of Operation Wolf. Okay. So uh, um, the movement of your character is uh, controlled by the computer, so um, uh, kind of on rails, but then uh, combined with a more modern kind of cover system. So um, rather than just picking off the uh, enemies um, as accurately as possible, you have a kind of chance for a bit of kind of back and forth uh, as they kind of uh, wear you down and then you can recover and then, and then fight back. So uh, we tried to make um, something that was really in keeping with the uh, kind of 80s spirit of movies. Can any My son, five-year-old uh, boy, can do that thing with his uh, tongue where he makes a machine gun noise. Can anybody here do that? No. I can't no? Do that. We should get him in. You were but, making a lot of noises on One Life Left Saturday Surgery when you were doing, playing DC Online Universe, yeah, weren't you? Yeah, but that's not one of the noises. No. Well, the reason I ask is that, you know, the, the image of uh, Stallone from Rambo, which is top off, Machine gun, yeah. yeah, bullet belt, just going. <laughs> That's what this game is. Like yeah, it's yeah. over the top. <laughs> People exploding. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Rambo turned quite graphic, didn't it? Yeah, like yeah. It, the, the, the level of violence in the game is more in keeping with the, the latest four, movie rather, than, yeah, it, so yeah, rather than the original Rambo three that it's based on. So, yeah, we do have a lot of um, people getting blown into uh, <laughs> into chunks, which is... Uh, oh, that's good. Uh, but, but it starts with First Blood, doesn't yeah, it? It goes through... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it, you're basically uh, following the, the story... Um, Linearly through the the first three movies, um, which includes so, first person bit of escaping from the police station. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's that's like a third person um, okay, QTE. Sorry. Yeah, that's the kind of like Shenmue throwback right. uh, throwback <laughs> part of the game, which is really cool. Um, and then obviously in in First Blood, Rambo um, actually uh, is kind of known to be non non violent. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of um, damage to the town, but not so much to the uh, to the police officers. So um, you can play it. Um, uh, in a non-violent way right. by uh, you know going for um, uh, non-lethal shots on the police, or you can stun them, um, or you can if you want to just uh, just kill uh, all of them. <laughs> if you prefer to play that way, and then uh, through um, Rambo Two, where he's in Vietnam, and um, Rambo Three, where uh, you're um, uh, fighting in Afghanistan versus the Russians. That's where it all kicks off. Yeah, yeah, that's where you get the famous um, helicopter um, uh, being taken out by Rambo driving into it uh, in a tank. <laughs> Which when we released the trailers ridiculous. for the game, people weren't ready for that. Because, no, no, like, uh, these days you see in um, the latest Battlefield, you've got, like, skyscrapers falling down. But, you know, the... the, uh, the uh, tank into helicopter. Big finale <laughs> from Rambo 3 kind of beats that, you know, driving a tank into a helicopter. We're going to have to get on with this because we've only got 10 minutes left to get yeah. in our reviews and another feature, so... Uh, uh, do we? Right, we should play the feature. We should do very quick reviews. Do reviews, then the feature. Okay. Simon, what have you been playing? I've been playing the Amazing, the amazing Spider-Man on PlayStation Vita. It is a open-world 3D, essentially GTA with you as Spider-Man. Um, I believe it's based on a home console version, um, which I've not played. But this is uh, 
It's a bit shonky in places, but it's incredibly ambitious. You can swing through Manhattan. It's got apparently all the levels from the console version. Um, it's pretty epic. It struggles graphically now and again, but um, I'm really enjoying it. I bought that and Oli Oli at mm-hmm. the same time, and I've not even loaded Oli Oli yet. It's been keeping me going. Have those guys added you on Twitter yet? Uh, one of them did, yeah. Okay. Simon did, yeah. Cool. Seven out of ten. Anne. Uh, I've been playing Maverick Bird. It's like <laughs> Flappy Bird, but only it's like also super hexagon. Uh, it's really good. You go through like little bits where stuff pokes out it's like Flappy Bird if you've seen that you'll know what this is Um, I'm really bad at it amazing chiptune soundtrack yeah really really good but I'm just terrible at it what's your high score like 10 I've got 30 shut up Mm. that's not Harjeet one of the stars of Sunday Surgery uh, she's got 32 so she's the winner Uh, why not write in and let us know your Maverick Bird high score 7 out of 10 Will have you been playing anything Um, I was playing Drop 7 on the way over here um, probably the one of the best puzzle games I think ever made. Uh, a definite ten out of ten. Um, Sorry, you did arrive late, didn't you? <laughs> Seven out of ten. <laughs> so solid game. I wouldn't say it's a 10. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's a 7. It's in The clue's in the title. Yeah. Mm. I mean, uh, uh, I, like, first of all, you have to take away a point for, um, uh, for A point graphics. for 10, a point for 8, a point yeah, for 9, and then physics. you get a lucky 7. Like, it's very easy to do that physics. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the fact you can't use an Xbox controller on it. Yeah. Yeah, there's no online. Exactly. Steve? I've been playing 10 Million, a brilliant mobile game, and it's also on Steam. It's a match three game uh, crossed with an RPG, a little bit like Puzzle Quest in that respect. Uh, also got a very, very strong feeling of microtransactions about it, but there are none, uh, at least in the Steam version. Uh, you fight monsters by lining up three swords or three staffs. You protect yourself by lining up three shields. Um, and it's quite addictive. I completed it as well today. Uh, enjoyed it. Quite short. Very good. 7 out of 10. That concludes that. We have a very special feature coming up now on One Life Left. For a birthday boy, it's Sega Badawi. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi and welcome to One Life Left Local News. There has been accusations that the current government do not have enough women on their front bench. The opposition Nintendo leader, Ed Millipede, made the statement during Prime Minister's questions. The statement hit David Camatron and his deputy leader, Nick Chucky Clegg, hard, as the two women in their cabinet, Lara Croft, and that woman from Heavy Rain, were both absent. Millipede, on the other hand, was able to point to Samus Aran, the Shadow Defence Minister, Nurse Joy from Pokemon, the Shadow Health Secretary, Zelda, the Shadow Transport Secretary, from that DS game where there was a train, and Princess Peach, the Minister for Cake Making, being on his front bench. Thanks, and back to your usual programming. Thanks to Sega Badawi and happy birthday. Happy birthday happy to birthday. you. Happy birthday to you. Um, so we were just catching up more about the Rambo video, yep. which I'm so excited about. Getting my, so it's out on Friday. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah, it's out on Friday. Um, if you uh, if you pre-order at the moment, we've got a uh, exclusive three-inch little Rambo figurine. Three-inch of Rambo. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> hand-painted uh, based on... We've got one from the uh, First Blood uh, movie poster and uh, the other one from um, First Blood Part 2. So those are those are proven pretty popular. What well. formats is this on? Uh, this is PS3, Xbox 360 and PC. And uh, so what, what, uh, what reaction do you think you're going to get to it? Because uh, a lot of people either, so people either get the over-the-top stuff or, they, or they've been writing... Yeah, or, or, I, or think, they I think people will find it's, I'd say, m- more hardcore than they're expecting. I mean, we've been... Um, We've been testing it for a, a long time. We've really put a lot of effort into the scoring systems. So, um, uh, uh, and uh, if you really want to, to put the effort in, um, you get that whole feeling of really like learning a level, um, learning how to uh, maximise your scores, where the best combo opportunities are, um, as a, a kind of like larger meta game. And I've, I think people are expecting that it is very much kind of like a um, enjoy your playthrough once kind of vapid blaster whereas you know we wanted to put a level of, of depth in there yeah. so it's kind of like Ikaruga it's the Ikaruga of uh, 80s action films uh, well, you um, can have that one for free uh, yeah we, we did um, we did look at um, uh, treasure shooters when we were trying to like uh, work on the combo systems um, so uh, uh, you, you can uh, you can chain together the, the enemy kills I hope uh, it's not black and white based because I'm <laughs> a little bit dodgy <laughs> No, no, no. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, we wanted 
another thing that's actually a little bit similar to it is that um, usually in a, in a rail shooter you only really have one dangerous enemy in the scene so um, you can uh, take your time um, and uh, uh, pick, pick the enemies off slowly but accurately whereas in Rambo basically all the enemies can shoot at you right. so when you do arrive in a scene and there's 15 enemies they're all going to be taking down your life so uh, you do have to you work on the, you have to drive, drive, drive a tank into them yeah, yeah, you, tank into a helicopter <laughs> and they all explode you've got to think about eliminating the most uh, dangerous ones first and kind of kind of thin them out yeah. cool well I'm really looking forward to it it's out on Friday good luck good luck with Thank it you. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry I was late for the uh, no problem at all the show actually started off with just Steve and I because <laughs> Anne couldn't make it here <laughs> all right, okay, okay. So, um, just you, talking amongst ourselves yeah, yeah. Another so it's been a bit upside down, uh, but we made it to the end. Yeah, I've enjoyed well, it as well. Have you? Uh, probably worth doing another shout out for Resonance FM, our host station. The total at the moment that they've raised over the last week has been £19,555, but that is not enough. So if you Don't want stop. to donate to Resonance, go to resonancefm.com or go to. Tinyurl. Oh yeah, that tinyurl.com uh, forward slash uh, sing with OLL. And you can buy a ticket for our party, do video game karaoke with us, and it will be the best night of your life, guaranteed. That is not an actual guarantee, but it will be. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in. Thank Good luck with the game. We'll thank hopefully see you soon. Yes. Uh, thanks for listening. And we will speak to you all next week. Bye! Bye. <laughs>